And welcome to the very first episode of Mediocracy, where we uncover the hypocrisy, unnecessary scrutiny, and double standards that women in the public eye face by the media. For this episode, we will be discussing the double standards in the music industry and how the media reacts to successful women in the industry. The title of this episode is The Man, which, if you're not a Swifty, it's the name of one of her songs. If you haven't listened to that song before, I would highly recommend taking a listen because not only is it a very catchy song, but it also points out a lot of the double standards that Taylor Swift and almost every woman have faced in their lives. In one of these verses in the song, Taylor says, They say I hustled. Put in the work. They wouldn't shake their heads and question how much of this I deserve. What I was wearing, if I was rude, could all be separated from the good ideas and my power moves. This verse perfectly sums up a lot of what people tend to say about successful women. Taylor Swift in particular has had her success questioned quite often. And despite having sold over 200 million records worldwide, Having eight songs reach number one on the Billboard Hot 100s, receiving Grammy, Emmy, American Music, Billboard Music Awards, and Guinness World Records, just to name a few of her accomplishments. She is still seen as an artist who only writes songs about her exes or her current boyfriend or just relationships in general. And many fail to recognize or see her worthy of her success. As Taylor Swift was gaining popularity, the biggest criticism the media had against her was that she dates too much and only writes about her relationships. For people that still believe that, I have two questions for you. One, what else do you want her to talk about? And two, what do your favorite male artists write songs about? Because chances are your favorite male artist also write a lot of songs about his relationships and heartbreak because there's a lot one can write about that topic and for the songwriter, it's a great way to get out their feelings and emotions by turning it into art. People love listening to a song that they can relate to. Whether they're going through a breakup or they're so in love with their partner that they can't even put it into words. Artists like The Weeknd, Bruno Mars, and Justin Bieber all write songs about their relationships. Some of which are big hits, yet no one says that about them or credits their success due to the woman that they fall in love with or break their heart. With this being said, you might think, but not all of their songs are about their relationships. And to that, I suggest that you actually listen to a Taylor Swift album, and then you'll realize that not all of her songs are about her relationships either. This topic doesn't just apply to Taylor Swift. However, I am using her as an example because 
her biggest critique as an artist was only writing about her relationships. Hopefully, now you realize that it's not a valid argument. So, going back to the question, what else do you want her to write about? Let's look into what some male artists write about. Male rappers especially write a lot about how they party all the time, get a lot of girls, and have a lot of money. Yeah, I don't see anyone calling them greedy or superficial. People criticize rap quite often, and for good reason. Yet, you rarely see people calling out specific male rappers and scrutinizing them for promoting violence or objectifying women. Sure, you see people talk about rap as a whole and use specific artists as an example, but it's not very common that you hear someone say, I like rap, but I don't like insert rapper name because all he does is rap about drugs, women, and money. Because of this, male artists that write about controversial subjects tend to fly under the radar and are written off as typical rap music or whatever the genre may be. There was one song in particular that I feel really highlighted the double standards when it comes to men and women in rap, and this song is called WAP by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Now, I'm not here to talk about the song itself, but I do want to touch on the controversy around it. They were heavily criticized by the media and the public for being a bad role model for young girls, and many people were shocked and horrified that two women could possibly write a song about sex and how they felt empowered by it, and they weren't shy about any details. It is perfectly valid if you do not like the song or you're uncomfortable with listening to a song that goes into detail about sex and sexuality, but it is not valid for you to shame these two specific women for a song about how they feel empowered by their sexuality, but you don't give the same energy to male rappers that do the exact same thing or rap about things that are way worse, such as degrading women. If you don't like Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion, don't listen to them. But if you want to criticize rap and share your opinions about why you think it's bad, do it. But don't put the blame on these two specific women when hundreds of male artists have songs about the exact same thing yet you don't call out any male artist in particular and say that he is a bad role model for young boys. Now, during an interview in 2009, Lady Gaga was asked whether she was, quote, scared that sexual references in her songs could undermine her music. And she responded by saying, I'm not scared. Are you scared? You see, if I was a guy and I was sitting here with a cigarette in my hand, grabbing my crotch, talking about how I make music because I like fast cars and sleeping with girls, you'd call me a rock star. But when I do it in my music and videos, because I'm a female who makes pop music, you're judgmental and saying it's distracting. I'm just a rock star. This response of hers 
blatantly calls out the hypocrisy of how many men get praised and rewarded for talking about their sexuality. Yet when women talk about the same thing, it's shocking and it could have a negative effect or even damage on their career. A woman can use her sexuality to influence her and her music videos. And it does not mean that she does not have any respect for herself. And yet, when men do the same thing, they don't get questioned or belittled for it. Now, let's compare performances between male and female artists. Because you will notice a big difference between the two. I mean, just look at Lady Gaga, Beyonce, Katy Perry at the Super Bowl. I mean, just look at Lady Gaga, Beyonce, and Katy Perry's Super Bowl halftime performance and all the hard work that they put into it. While Adam Levine thought he was doing something by taking off his shirt. But I think we can all agree on that one. While on tour or at a music award show, any one of those women and more have some of the most elaborate and crazy dance numbers, lighting, stage effects, and costumes. While male artists can pretty much get away with just looking attractive half the time. Let's compare two groups, both created by Simon Cavill with X Factor, One Direction and Fifth Harmony, both created in the same way with no real difference between the two aside from their gender. One Direction won the hearts of many young girls by singing cheesy love songs and going on tours that didn't require any intense dance numbers they had to learn or having to do a quick and dramatic costume change. While Fifth Harmony had to do an intense dance rehearsals and sexualized costumes to fit the expectations of women in the music industry. And this isn't to say that One Direction didn't work hard or they didn't deserve their success because they did work very hard. They were together for about five years and they had five albums. They worked very hard. The music industry does put a lot of pressure onto many artists. However, it seems as though female artists usually take the role of the entertainer and the performer where they have an extravagant show and they're trying to entertain people with not only their music but with their show themselves. Well, male artists who have the same level of success tend to just kind of sit there and look attractive and they don't have to do all that for the most part. And the same goes for music videos as well. Most female artists' music videos are very over-the-top with crazy effects and costumes. Britney Spears, for example, in her music for in her music video for Toxic, she was seen wearing a sparkly see-through bodysuit that grabs the attention of many because sex sells, but really only when it comes to women. And that's another thing. Sex sells, yet 
any woman who shows off her body for attention is shamed for it. But going back to male artists and their music videos, all it takes is a simple storyline with a love interest and sometimes even just sitting in a chair playing guitar and singing with some pre-recorded candid clips is enough for them. Even though there are plenty of very talented female artists out there who have made huge waves in the music industry, their music goes with their image, and their image is what grabbed the attention of fans and the media. Male artists, on the other hand, don't have as big of an image and style connected with them, and it's more so their music itself that is what got them recognized and got them out there and got them the fame that they got and they didn't have to do nearly as much work as the female artists did. The media is often a reflection of society and how people think and in our society women are often scrutinized for it while women are rewarded. Now, let's take a trip down memory lane and talk about Justin Timberlake's past for a second. In 2004, an incident happened that was known as Nipplegate, where Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake were performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. And during this performance, Justin accidentally pulled off a part of Janet's costume, exposing one of her breasts. And after this incident, MTV and CBS had to apologize for the incident, and Janet was the one humiliated by millions and discussed and apologized for the incident on Good Morning America and The Late Night Show with David Letterman. She was the one that received all of the backlash and responsibilities for the incident, while Justin initially was unapologetic for the most part and didn't receive nearly as much hate as Janet did. He eventually apologized, but regardless of his response to the situation, Janet was the one taking all of the heat, negatively affecting her career and the public's opinion on her. Well, Justin got to sit back and laugh, got to go about his career as if nothing happened, and he really only apologized when he had to. And while there's many more of these types of double standard scandals that we've forgotten about, it is a good thing that we are becoming a more progressive society where this kind of stuff can get brought up and become trending again, despite it happening years ago. These are just a few examples of how women in the media get scrutinized for doing the exact same thing as their male counterparts who get to slide under the radar. Whether it's a millionaire with millions of fans or the average woman living her everyday life, women are held to a completely different standard than men. And the media reflects that. With the rise of social media, more and more people are given a platform to call out the blatant misogyny that occurs with celebrities, whether it's a trending topic or a situation that happened over a decade ago. The more we talk, the more likely change will happen. And if you want to learn more about how poorly and, and unnecessary the media treats women, 
Tune in next time for the newest episode of Mediacracy. Bye.